Hey everybody, welcome back to Out on a Tangent with the Merrimack Public Library. Today I am not here with Kathy, I am here with Ben. Hi Ben. Hi there. And this episode is a little bittersweet because we're celebrating Ben, but we're celebrating Ben because he's leaving us. He's get, he got a fabulous opportunity at a different <laughs> library and we're very happy for him, but we're also very sad because... He's leaving us with a very empty hole of a knowledge oh. and skill set that we don't have. <laughs> I'm so, miss you guys do. Uh, so <laughs> we're uh, Ben. I want to talk about your interest and your skill set and what you bring to us sure. now. Which is, for those of you who don't know, Ben runs Anime Club, mm-hmm. and he ran Pokemon Club, and we had Pokemon Club. And he's very well-versed in manga and anime and all sorts of, like, Japanese subcultures and everything. (laughs) So, uh, Ben, what would you recommend to our audience who's never seen any manga or anime? How would you recommend them to start out? Huh. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's it's tricky because there's just a lot out there. you know, there's a lot of stuff that people, like, associate most with anime and manga. I was like, going to say, the... I started with Avatar The Last Airbender, but that's I don't fair. think that's anime. Uh, there's a huge debate yeah. on whether or not that's anime. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put my foot too far into that one, <laughs> but um, it's definitely anime style, but it was made by an American uh, creative team and I think a Korean animation studio. I'm not sure about that. Um so, like, that's sort of the debate, basically, is does it count if it's consciously like anime, but it's made by an American team? Does it count? Uh, I've personally stuck with calling things anime if they're animation from Japan, just because it, like, has a clear line, and you don't have to worry about, like, if you start counting some styles and not counting other styles, then, like, I don't know, is Cran Shin-chan not, a, uh, not an anime because it looks like a... Color, it was colored with like crayons and like paper cutouts or something, okay. Um, which is a, a very obscure poll, but um, so if some so if something's animated in Japan, that doesn't automatically make it anime, it has to have the specific style. No, well, I would say that's how I would call it. Okay, I think that's that's pretty consistent with how the, the or sorry, the Japanese say anime just as a shorthand for animation, okay. so they don't really like differentiate between like I think a Disney movie would still count as anime over there okay in like regular conversation um the internet tends to use it for sort of either the style or stuff that was made in Japan depending okay. on who you're talking to um so would like Hello Kitty be anime yeah depending on who you ask okay I, yeah Hello Kitty's a Japanese product yeah no I don't, that's not Chinese, right? I don't think, I think so. I think it's. I think Sanrio's. Yeah, I think Sanrio's Japan. I um, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we would like to reiterate: we do not fact check this podcast. It's for entertainment purposes only. We're getting to all of the like <laughs> stuff made for like five year olds that I don't know that much about. So okay, well here's a fun tangent we can go on: the Rainbow Magic anime movie. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> this was okay. Rainbow the Rainbow Magic series of like that has like a billion books that are like you know Susie the sports fairy it's just a bunch bunch of books about fairies for like little kids and they're all like so and so the whatever fairy and And they're 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 great beginning readers we're Mm -hmm. not shading them but 
we're shading that they are very narrow and are annoying to keep on a shelf. Yeah. Um, um, but other than that, they're fine. <laughs> putting them in order is the worst thing ever. But the rest of it's fine. Yeah. Um, but we discovered, because we were looking it up one day, I think somebody wanted one or something, and then yeah. we like went off on a tangent, and we obviously that's what this podcast is called, <laughs> why it's called that. And then we discovered that there's a Rainbow Magic movie, and we found it on the internet, and it was an anime, and we were yeah. like, oh, okay. It's like a, God, like Canada-Japan or something collaboration? <laughs> yeah. Maybe no, UK, I, I think it was, UK, it was UK, yeah, UK, Japan. because they all had British yeah. accents. Yeah, and, um, and a musical, and... I wouldn't call it a musical. Was it not? There was, uh, like, Jack Frost had, like, one musical doesn't number. does he rap? yeah. That's weird. I'll drop like, that in the Discord. <laughs> the the wild thing was the studio that did it in Japan has like a pretty high pedigree. They did like I want to say I think they did like the Ninja Batman movie or something. Yeah, I don't and know. Like, like stuff, they worked on like Your Name or something like that. Like it was a big deal. Yeah, I mean I will say the animation was nice. Yeah, I mean it looked good from what I little I saw. The there. rest of it, <laughs> not nice. Not nice. Uh, well. Now I have like the whole thing like Jack Frost the rap I, that he does. See, is, like, luckily, I didn't munch munch munchy munch crunch crunch oh, crunch see, crunch crunch crunch, gonna, crunch 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 crunch. I was gonna say I luckily didn't remember it, but there we go. All right. Well, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying. That like you know have if you've played uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, right? Yeah. So like the moon, right? They zoom in on Jack Frost's face, and it uh -huh. looks exactly like that moon. And I swear that moon gave me nightmares <laughs> as a kid. I mean, it is the moon crashing into the planet. That's fair. I That's mean, not the concept moon. of it crashing into just the, the face. Just of it? the face. Oh, okay. That and uh, King George in Schoolhouse Rock. That one, I don't. I don't remember what King George looked like in Schoolhouse. I'll Rock. show you after in? the podcast. He's in a lot of them. Okay. It's specifically the song "No More Kings." Okay. Jenny's a... friend has it tattooed on them. And I was like, why? <laughs> so, wait, so No More Kings is a song and not just a line in the, like, yeah. declaration or whatever song? Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm singing a different song in my head because I was going to start gotcha. singing it, but I got elbow room stuck in my head. <laughs> I, I, like, was bred on Schoolhouse Rock as a child, so I That's know, fair. like, all of them. <laughs> I think I had, I mean, I listened to, like, the two CDs of them I had a lot, but I think that was it. I had, like, a VHS, and my mom's car had a VHS player in it. I'm dating mm -hmm. myself. <laughs> um, and we would watch Schoolhouse Rock in the car, like, every day, and it was a jukebox thing, so it was just, like, keep playing them over and over <laughs> and over again, so I know a ridiculous amount of songs. Did I retain the knowledge from them? Absolutely not. But I know the song. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap back around to starting points for anime and manga. Yeah, see, okay. this is what so, the tangent <laughs> aspect of this is. So, yeah, so um, there's a lot out there. So it's like people have some pre-associations of things that are like probably like action shows and stuff like that. And that's certainly like there's a lot of great ones for that if you like sort of like an over-the-top action show. Um, a great one to start with that's um, pretty recent uh, might be My Hero Academia, mm -hmm. which is about... A, it's a Japanese anime take on superheroes um, in a society where, like, most of the population are born with, with like, various superpowers called quirks. And the, uh, um, basically, they range from being, like, moderately useful to being, like, Superman-style, like, extremely powerful powers. And the main character has always, like, admired heroes and wants to become a hero, but doesn't actually have any superpowers. And... He's like, 
uh, at the age where he'd be eligible to go to the like superhero training high school and is like about to confront the possibility of like, is there any way to get in without superpowers? Um, and I don't necessarily want to give things away. He does like the, the story doesn't stop after the first volume where he gives up on his dream though. But um, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, the thing that's great about it is it hits a lot of like familiar territory. If you've seen other shows like that, which you wouldn't necessarily know if you hadn't, but but it doesn't do the thing that a lot of other longer-running anime have done, which is pad themselves out a lot. It's paced very quickly and, like, um, gets to, like, some strong emotional content, like, in, like, 13-episode seasons, basically. Okay. Um, whereas something like One Piece, which is about pirates with superpowers, um, basically is, uh, like, like 700 episodes or something outrageous okay. like that. I mean, it's it keeps changing what the storyline is, so it's not, like, they go to a new place, there's a whole, like, storyline in the new place sort of thing. Um, so it's not like One Piece is, like, completely one note or anything for its whole length, but it does, like, go for a very long time. But yeah, so My Hero Academia has had, like, four seasons now, and it's only, it's only, like, 70 episodes or something like that. Okay. Um, so it's more manageable, and you could also, and I mean, there's the manga as well, which we have. Should we have the first season and some of the manga here at the Merrimack Library? Yeah, come into the teen room, guys. There's um, so much. We have, oh man, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know, like, again, I'm going to date myself. The popular animes when I was a teen was mm -hmm. uh, Soul Eater, Oron High School Host, Host oh Club. Oh my god, sorry, you're, you're making me feel more, even more dated. Go on. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, you know, teens, I'm 22, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, that old, not as old as me. You guys might think <laughs> I'm old. Um, yeah, it was Soul Eater, uh, Oron High School Host Club, and Hitalia, which we're not going to talk about. <laughs> That's not, yeah, okay, we can skip Hitalia. We're going to skip Hitalia. The other two are fun. I, Soul Eater, I, haven't, I mean, I haven't gotten too into them, but like I know a lot of people who are big fans of both Soul Eater and Hitalia, and Soul Eater's art style is really cool. It's very Tim Burton-y if you're... Yeah, and I like, just remember too, Black Butler is the other one that was Black Butler popular. is also pretty... Yeah. Those, are, those all have some staying power, like there's still a lot of people who are fans of them um, today, and like sometimes that's because things have been going on for such a long time, although I think Soul Eater's um, ended a while ago, but... We have Soul Eater, the manga of Soul Eater in the yeah. collection, and we have, I believe we have some of the Oron High School Host Club mangas in the collection. That's possible. I don't remember. Um, and I think we have Black Butler. Yeah, that I forget. I just remember I was going to show it for Anime Club, but I couldn't get the I couldn't get permission to from the license holder. I think we do have Black Butler, but obviously, oh, here's a new fun thing. We have sure. a catalog in the teen room now. Oh, like a catalog computer? We have a, we have an iPad up in the teen room. Oh, so if you're excellent. in the teen room and you can't find something and you don't feel like asking somebody, we got a iPad that you can go ahead and look up whatever you want. That's really nice. So I always, nice plug. Whenever I've got like three or four things I'm interested in, I always feel like I'm going to be bothering someone to ask. And I know that like as a librarian, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. Like I'm happy to help someone with four or five things they want to find. But as a, as a patron of like whatever building, I'm like, I could just do this myself and not disturb somebody at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I would you say that our collection is a good starting point? Like, do we have anything that would sort of um, like scare somebody off from that genre? Well, there's a few things that are a little I don't know much about them. Like, I think we've got like Nura Rise of the Yokai Clan or something, which I know nothing about. Um, 
but we have some, we've done a lot for like having a good sample of different things. Mm-hmm. So we've got like your My Hero Academia and your Soul Eater for these sort of actiony shows. Yeah. Um, we recently got Haiku, which is a, a team about a, a, a sorry a story about a boys volleyball team that's very popular. Um, sports anime have become really a big thing lately. If you like stories about like the brotherhood between boys on a sports team, and you can like ship them all together if you want. <laughs> um, that's like a whole subgenre right now that's pretty popular. Okay, Haiku's the vol- the volleyball one. Yeah. Um, We've got some interesting, like more thought, sort of more thoughtful stuff. Like, um, oh god, is it? It's our dreams at dusk, which is about um, a kid who gets basically outed at school as being gay, but kind of plays it off, and then is in this weird, like, uncertain spot where he isn't sure if people have figured out that he's gay or not, and feels and is trigger warning contemplating um, self harm suicide um, when. He basically stumbles into a group of uh, other LGBT folks who have this, like, kind of meeting house that they hang out in and occasionally take on some projects around the town for, like, town beautification type stuff. Um, And, like, basically through getting to know these, like, older um, and a couple younger LGBT folks who have had more time to sort of get their head around stuff, he starts to sort of come to terms with himself. Yeah. And there's some really interesting things. There's a whole thing about a um, kiddo who's assigned male but likes to wear dresses, and the main character gets kind of into his head that this person's trans mm-hmm. and, like, maybe pushes them a little bit too far yeah. to try and get them to to see that and, like, has to sort of step back and realize that they're kind of projecting a little bit and not listening. And so there's a lot of very thoughtful emotional content in that one. I think that one's a really nice starting point if you're interested in any of that stuff. It's like, it's also got this really cool art style where it's sort of like a little surreal, like things will be kind of like they're floating in water around the characters or whatever. Um, It's sort of like the art sort of puts you in the character's headspace. Yeah. Um, Sorry, so we got some stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think what other good things we have. We've got some pretty good like funny ones too like food wars is a pretty funny one about like cooking competitions taken way too seriously okay um their main character goes off to this like prestigious school for cooking even though he comes from like a a humble like family-run diner and everybody else there are like aspiring like michelin star restaurateurs and things Mm -hmm. um and he has to like you know show them all that he's like the best at making food i guess um so it's got the structure of one of these like progressive series of harder and harder bad guys but it's about cooking okay um i was gonna say too if you're like really nervous about it we have and if you like video games mm -hmm. down in children's we have a bunch of um the legend of zelda 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 mangas that's yeah we have um a bunch of the manga versions of the kingdom heart series yeah too too, I, i forgot about that so yeah i I think for if you really are in the dark about this, mm-hmm. uh, mangas are read from uh, left to right instead right of right. Dang it, <laughs> <laughs> right to left instead of left to right, which is kind of jarring if you've never done it before. Yeah, I mean, I found I adapted pretty quickly, but I also am Jewish and Hebrew reads right to left, so yeah. I might be have gotten a little used to it to begin with. 
Um, if you've never had to read right to left, we'll say. Yeah, it can be. It's tricky. a little bit, you know. And I think if you, for me, I've read the Legend of Zelda mangas because my brother mm-hmm. like collects Legend of Zelda merchandise, so I have like right. a bunch of stuff in my house. Um, and if you already know the story a little bit of the game or whatever, and you're just trying to get acclimated with like mm-hmm. reading that way, I think that's a decent place to start. Yeah, that makes sense. One thing I will say about Food Wars is there is a, a running gag where people like, basically they get so enraptured by the food that their their clothes all like pop off, and it's a little <laughs> it's a little over the top. If you're so if you're not into that, if you're not comfortable with that kind of thing, um, I don't think there's any graphic nudity in it that I can recall, but, like, there's a lot of suggestive nudity, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's got, like, some adult themes there. Um, which is a definitely a thing that can put people off of anime. I will say it's definitely not everything, but, like, you know, sex sells, unfortunately, or, well, however you feel about that, I guess. Yeah. And it works its way into anime a lot, even though, like, the target audience can be a little all over the place. I know there's a lot of people who aren't comfortable with, like, sexualizing like you know characters who are like 16 or whatever in their stories which is you know absolutely fair um well yeah i was gonna say that we have i don't know if we have this in the collection do we have like howl's moving castle and spirited away in the collection maybe not with the we have some of the ghibli collection in children's in movies i think we have spirited away i think we have we have like an animanga of spirited away which is like they took screen caps of the movies and like did it like a comic i think it's yeah i don't know i always it was a thing for a little while and i didn't i didn't really get the point of it then either to be honest yeah and then we have i think we have the disney adaptation of um i can't think of it now what the heck is it called? It's it's about the bar, the secret world of Ariadne. Oh, the secret world of Ariadne. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of it. I was like, what is this called? Yeah, Disney did all of the, um, or most of the du- English dubs for the Ghibli movies. Oh, actually. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, there's um. Ponyo th- is that a Ghibli movie? Yep, okay. Ponyo is one too. Um, yeah, there's actually I think some familiar voice voices in there if you know like Disney child stars. Yeah, I can't Ponyo is who. voiced by Noah Cyrus, who's Miley uh, Cyrus's sibling. Gotcha. Um, and uh, Secret World, I can't remember the name of that. Secret, Secret World, World of Ariane yeah. is uh, Bridget Mendler and um, David Henry from... Mm-hmm. Bridget Mendler, I think, was like a guest star on Wizards of Waverly Place at one point, but David Henry is Wizards of Waverly Place and Bridget right. Mendler. Bridget Mendler is Good Luck Charlie. Gotcha. <laughs> if I can, like, real quick tangent, the thing that annoys me about Secret World of Ariane um is that at the beginning somewhere at the beginning of the movie there's like a bit where there there's like a a little like model ship on the mantel place of the the big people's house that the the little like if you don't know the plot the borrower it's the basically the story of the borrowers who are like inch high people who um take things from normal sized humans yeah. to like like they grab bits of food and whatnot and basically they borrow stuff that we like lose or forget about um, and we're not, they're not supposed to have any contact with us, but, like, inevitably there's a little bit of, like, there's a kiddo who finds one of the yeah. the borrower people. Anyway, there's a big, there's a there's a mantle, there's a model ship that's, like, a big sailing ship, and the climax of the movie involves a bunch of flooding that I think they established was going to be an issue earlier, so I don't feel like that's a spoiler. Okay. But nobody, at no point do the borrowers ride the model ship. It made me so mad. Or, oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I'm like, I 
this is this is I don't know if you guys if anyone's familiar with the, the concept of Chekhov's gun. It's a uh, a thing that Antonin I think Chekhov said about plays that like if there's a gun on the mantelpiece in the first act, it should be fired in the third act. Okay. So a Chekhov's gun is like something you put in a story before it's going to be used in the story, so it doesn't feel like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. So like Scooby Doo. <laughs> Yeah. Literally, yeah. like, all of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was this character that's been with us the entire time. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's like, it's it's a good writing thing to set up that something exists before you, like, are going to use it in a uh, in a tent moment so it isn't coming out of nowhere. A gun, it doesn't, like, the existence of a gun doesn't necessarily need to be set up. But, like, I don't know, if there's a dinner party and somebody pulls a gun in the middle of it, that's kind of... It's a little weird if you had no reason to know that they were armed at this dinner party, yeah. I guess. Um, so, yeah, so I was like, oh, if you had this, I, it would have been so cool to have them riding on this little model ship. And the, all they did was ride a leaf. I think that's right, yeah. I think it was a like a either just, just a leaf or like a boat that they constructed yeah. out of a leaf. I don't remember. Um, is my hair, my neighbor Totoro, is that a yeah. Um I'm trying yeah. to think of like all the anime Totoro, movies I know. Yeah, so the... I guess the core ones that were directed by um, Hayao Miyazaki, who's like the, actually he's not the only director of Ghibli who's famous, but he's, he's the ma- most famous, I guess, are My Neighbor Totoro, um, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, which we also have the manga of. I'm not sure if we have the anime. Um, but the manga is really interesting because he started it as like a proof of concept for the anime. Oh, that's cool. But then he like kept it going for like another couple of years afterwards. So it like the story kind of keeps going past the point where the movie stops. That's cool. Yeah, it's an inter- it's a very interesting, like different take on the material. Um, let me think. Spirited Away, uh, Princess Mononoke. Um, I'm going to forget one. Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, Ponyo. The Wind Rises, which is uh, not so much a kid movie. Um, cause it's more about like historical, like the, the guy who created the, um, the zero fighter plane that Japan used in the second world war. Um, and it's more of like a bio pick about wanting to design like beautiful planes, but having them ultimately be used for destruction or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did he direct? Castle of Cagliostro, which isn't, which is before studio Ghibli, but was a, a really fun, like action heist movie. Um, yeah, I'm probably forgetting it. I'm probably forgetting one. I was going to kick myself later, but, um, those are most of the ones he did. Um, uh, we have a, certainly a bunch of them in children's. I think we might have some of them elsewhere in the being like, or did all family stuff get wrapped into children's? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That's my answer. Cause I'm not sure <laughs> that's a tech services question and we yeah. don't have a tech services person on hand right now. <laughs> that's fair. But the Ghibli movies are also a great place to get like familiar with anime stuff. They're very, um, well, they're not really analogous to Pixar movies cause Pixar movies are so popular because they have like these very, I don't know. It's not straightforward necessarily, but like these very universal storylines that are, yeah, easy to like project into and understand what all the emotions are and stuff. Yeah. Ghibli movies have a similar like fun for adults and kids vibe, but they can be a little more um, like less tightly plotted, but more kind of like about getting lost in like a world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, see, like there's a lot of like interesting scenery and pretty music and characters like, I don't know, communing with nature makes it sound a little more hippie-ish than it is. <laughs> but there's definitely this, like, 
There's definitely communing with nature in the Rainbow Magic movie. Yeah. To go back to that. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, there's a bunch of them where just, like, doing chores is, like, a part of the movie, but it's still interesting because there's just so much detail put into the character's, like, mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and all the little things they have to do to, like, make things work. Um, and it really builds out this sense of, like, being in a world with the character, which is cool. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. It's again it's hard to explain, but like Miyazaki makes doing chores look really appealing. <laughs> oh, Kiki's delivery service. The one That's what I was gonna say. The witch who goes to uh Yeah uh become a like courier uh, with her broomstick. So okay, let's sort of like put this in a couple bullet points. Yeah. So someone's starting out, mm-hmm. they come into the library, they're looking for recommendation where would you leave them in the manga collection okay i mean it's gonna depend a lot on what else they like i guess um if i would to encourage somebody to think of something it would be like think of it as a medium not a genre i guess there's definitely things that you see repeated a lot yeah but like there's lots of it's lots of sub genres it's not you know it's sort of like if you said that american comics are all superheroes which like 20 years ago maybe yeah. like a lot more of it for sure but now there's all the like there's like Raina Telgemeier and Smile and whatnot yeah. there's, um, there's just all kinds of different things amulets like an action like a fantasy adventure but doesn't have any like superhero component to it um, well let's let's say this okay, someone yeah, comes yeah. in and they tell you that they really liked Avatar The Last Airbender okay yeah that's a good starting point. because that I feel like that could be a very common scenario yeah um, let's see. For manga, I would probably say, um, what's the most, like, avatar that we have? I mean, My Hero Academia would be a great starting point. Um, is Attack on Titan, like, avatar? Attack on Titan's definitely, it depends if they had, like, if they were feeling like Avatar was a little young for them now. Okay. Or it's still about right. Attack on Titan's pretty violent. Okay. Um. That was another popular one. Yeah, back when I was a teen. Yeah, that one's like it's definitely more scary and and like grim. Okay. I would say than okay. something like Avatar, but it definitely has that like fantasy world building, like world at war kind of vibe. Okay. To it. Yeah. Um. So if you wanted something like darker than Avatar, but like with some super fit, some of those similar like war themes and stuff, that's a good one. Um. I'm trying to think well, you've got definitely got Soul Eater. I mean, Naruto uh, yeah. is definitely like, and One Piece have definitely been popular for a long time for a reason. Yeah, and Naruto is also on Netflix. Yep. So, and uh, isn't one, I think a lot of One Piece is now too. I'm not sure how much. Um, how many episodes of Naruto are there? Because my brother watched the whole thing, and I was like, "How yeah, long did you spend watching it's, this?" It's long. I I never got that far into Naruto. It also gets weird because they did a time jump and they called it Naruto Shippuden after the time jump. Yeah. And I know that the post-time jump is a bit longer than the pre-time jump, but I don't... I think it was at least 300 episodes. Yeah, it's on the order of three or 400 episodes altogether, Yeah, that's insane. It's long, yeah. Some of the time, it's like they're kind of trying to slow down how fast they're catching up with the, like, comic as it's still being written. Yeah. Um, And sometimes it's... It's just there's a lot of it. Um, I think, you know, I think circling back to the thing we were just talking about, I think the best way to get started into something is to just, like, not dive head first, but just, yeah. like, come into the teen room 
look at what we mm-hmm. have, see if anything interests you, and you can always come down to yeah. Children's and... For the near future, me, Kathy, and Jenny will do our best <laughs> to explain <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, um, and there's always like, absolutely. I would say just look for something that like the description appeals to you. Basically, um, you know, uh, that's a great way to search for things on like Netflix or. or yeah, Hulu and because as well. you're right, Ben, it's not like a lot of people. I think just think it's a genre and mm-hmm. not like there's. It's its own separate entity. Yeah. Because there's sub genres within it. Because I don't want right. to. I don't. I guess you could call it a genre, like in our like American canon, that it's its own thing with like separate right. sub genres in it. But yeah, there's just like a world of difference between things. There's like, and especially in Japan, they get tend to get broken up by what demographic they're aiming at. Yeah. So you've got a lot of the stuff is is with the shonen, which is like young boys or like boys in general which is a lot of the action stuff but then there's shoujo comics which are aimed at women and tend to have more of like the romance side of things okay so like we've got um kamisama kiss which is a i'm not entirely sure how we got there kamisama is like and it's how you would refer to a god it is it's it's kami is god and sama is like the really polite suffix um and it's about a girl whose dad leaves her with a bunch of gambling debts so their house gets foreclosed on and she wanders into an old shrine while she's looking for a place to be like out of the rain now that she's homeless and it through a slightly convoluted series of happenings makes her the new like representative like low scale deity of this shrine okay and um she has to like get along with the spirits that live in the shrine and one of them is this like powerful fox spirit who doesn't want to accept her because he's he was like tricked by the original owner into being his like familiar and is waiting for him to come back and is like very standoffish but they also have to like kiss to activate their like magical uh like contract thing so then there's this whole romantic subplot with the two of them um which is you know it's all it's all a bit corny but it's a comedy for the most part (laughs) Um, so that one, so that sort of thing is there too. We've got, then there's like, there's also stuff aimed at adults more that deal more with like, I don't know. I don't want to say like super adult situations, but you're more likely to see people balancing work with something Mm -hmm. or, or doing, um, you know, they also get into like, you know, there's also the ones that are adult in that they've got more like sex and violence in them too, Mm -hmm. but, um, which we probably don't have any of in the teen collection, I wouldn't think. Um. But yeah, so like, you know, I mean, my go-to example for how like you can go very off off-brand or like off what you would expect in anime and manga is um Hikaru no Go, which we have in the collection, which is a uh, pretty dramatic story about like a kid who gets in, really into playing a board game. That's yeah. Kind of like chess in Japan. I think Go. I think you mentioned that yeah. on, the on the first, first episode. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to know about Hikaru no Go, listen to the first episode yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> and um, that's not because I don't want to explain it. No, I just want absolutely. I think we're we're good on. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you can get into like board games. There's you know, there's a whole like there's a couple of stories about people who just like go to different restaurants and it's like yeah their lives sort of get kind of 
you you learn more about the character's life by, while they're like eating different food and they put a lot of attention and detail into making the food look really good. You know um, what we didn't mention? In children's we have Pokemon manga. That's actually a great point. I've totally yeah, forgot about right that. About and then I, I and I was like going through the graphic novel shelf in my head. I was like, what else do we have? And I'm like, oh, we have the whole like Pokemon Black Yeah, I totally forgot that Pokemon has its own um I like almost forget that Pokemon is like manga and anime because it got so it's so huge. It got so huge yeah. here as like basically American, except <laughs> except that all the bits where they're like, no, this is a jelly donut. It's not a rice ball. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there's there's a lot for you here. That, yeah. For absolutely. if you're looking for uh, anime and manga, there's a yeah. lot of stuff for you here that you can. Come explore. Come explore yeah. the library team. And if you um, are looking to branch out into some other interesting stuff, are uh, we have Hoopla, and Hoopla's got, I'm not sure what their like, manga selection's like, but in terms of anime, they've got quite a few like movies that are more recent um, from other studios than like Ghibli. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to get into some other stuff, like uh, what's one that you can get on there? Um... Well, we just watched Napping Princess, which is this weird uh, action-y thing about a girl whose dad is, like, want, like, suddenly, like, there's this company coming after him, accusing him of stealing some, like, information from them, and she's trying to clear his name, and she keeps having a dream about this, like, story he used to tell her, and it seems to be weirdly related to what's going on, and so the two, like, the dream world and the real world sort of start colliding with each other. Um... And yeah, there's just like a bunch of neat neat movies and things on Hoopla you can check out too. Yeah, that's a good point. We have, if you go on our website, we have other resources that have different things that we don't have in the collection that you can go and look yeah. at if you're interested. So, then thank you. Yeah, absolutely. For giving us this content that we can no longer <laughs> receive. Um I think I I think I can say with confidence that everybody's going to miss you. Ah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna miss you guys too. So, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna pause for a round of applause from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look, you're getting a standing <laughs> open. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just last but not least, please don't ever watch the Rainbow Magic movie. Don't ever do oh, it. Okay. It's horrible. <laughs> don't wow. watch it, Ben. We're taking a firm stance um, on this one. You can go ahead and read Rainbow Magic. I recommend the books to people all the time. Do not watch the movie. Your kids right. will be disappointed. I haven't seen it, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay, thanks, Ben. Yep, thanks. <laughs>